Hey guys, welcome to our social meeting. I'm Lionel, and we are Bakchodi Discussion and Social Meeting. We have Ethan out here, who is from, who's a typical Sobo guy who lives at Kalagoda, right opposite Ayub's. And we have Edgar, a guy from Nasik. I don't know where he stays exactly out there, but I might as well keep it. I'm Nakur. Sobo guy thought that you live at Nasik. Nasik and Nakur is the same thing. They don't know the difference between. Uh, They're near the ends. And look, you know, it, it doesn't Listen, matter as long as Nakura you don't... are not near each other. You are highly mistaken. Okay, look, as long as exactly. you don't, as long as you don't live in Mumbai, it doesn't matter where in Maharashtra you are, because Mumbai is where oh. <laughs> Burn, burn. That is like so so bokar, yeah. So dude, it is not even so. And another this, if we, if I, if I, I, I I am five minutes <laughs> away from South Mumbai, man. From Kolaba. Dude, how are you five minutes away from South Mumbai? You are in South Mumbai. Yeah, I know. Did you say Kolaba? Yes, I know. I am definitely a Sobo guy. You're okay. Definitely since not a... we have that, okay. since we have that discussion going on, where does the boundaries of Sobo or South Bombay hit? I guess it ends at Mahim because. After Mahim, you have that whole uh, what do you call this? That whole giant railway gap, and then the sting starts coming uh, when you get to Bandra and stuff. So yeah, once you get to Bandra, you know you're outside uh, Mumbai proper. Yeah, but is Chambur part of uh, South Bombay? Next mm. uh, sure. question: Even a first standard kid will be able to answer who's from Bombay. Yeah. Okay. Mumbai I don't. I don't think it's from. Uh, it should be counted as Mumbai. It should be counted as Mumbai <laughs> or South Bombay. There are there are two different Sorry. things, and don't give us diplomatic <laughs> answers. It should not be counted as South Mumbai. You're absolutely wrong, dude. You do you know where Chambur is? Is the closest yeah. second closest thing to you? Okay. I, yeah, but I believe Chambur is not. So, but yeah, that is how ignorant I wanted to prove that we guys are at times that we do not know our boundaries, <laughs> and it's like you know, pretty weird that you know, people mistake Nasik with Nagpur a big error from my end, but yeah, Nasik post is 671 kilometers from Nagpur and it takes 13 <laughs> and a half hours to reach by car. I just google that. Wow, okay. But like, uh, since you're from there, I just wanted to ask you. Yes, yes. Right now, we do have flight connectivities and stuff. Like that. Yeah. What's it like now? You've been part of Nagpur and you've been part of the Mumbai culture. Yeah. What is what is the difference between? Like, ideally, I think so. You're the most travelled guy out here. You've been to Pune, Mumbai, as well as uh, Nagpur. You've grown yeah. up in three different cities of Maharashtra. Uh, could you like tell us the difference between the three of them? Okay, so I will I will give you my perspective, and 
not everyone needs to agree to it but this is my uh, perspective from my experience so bombay is is the biggest city that that we all know pune is not as big as bombay and uh, pune is bigger than nagpur okay right uh, i think the main so so we all know that bombay is the financial hub of india and all that stuff right and you have your bollywood yeah. over there and you have every damn thing in bombay but uh, the the main difference is that the population in nagpur is much much less as compared to pune and pune and nagpur together also don't make up the population for bombay so it's that that smallest uh, size of a city it is and also what happens is at least here the culture nagpur is that most people once they're done with their 10th and 12th they leave they leave nagpur they go out they go to uh, to study they go to pune they go to bangalore they go to all the bigger cities so we don't have we don't have that much culture in terms of uh, you know we have in pune or bombay because they are the happening places if you see if you see nagpur nagpur bombay and pune on a map uh, you know, it looks like You know how an arrow is uh, some a guy a guy holding a guy holding a bow and arrow, and the the points mm-hmm. of the end points of the bow and arrow. Okay, so Nagpur is probably where his hand is. Bombay is where he's pointing it at, and the D of the of the bow, in the top side is Nasik, down is Pune. Understood? So it's the kind of pointing downwards. So imagine a guy pointing a bow and arrow downwards. Honestly speaking, Edgar, what do you say would uh, define these places? Like a little light on that. A place is defined by its people, man, and the quality of people is very high in Bombay, and then it's little less in Pune, and then it's the least in Nagpur. Wow! Right. Like, but honestly speaking, in Mumbai, you have everybody out there. You have multi, multi-cultural. you have multi-cultural, yeah. cultural photo. That's what makes it unique yes. out here. Yes. All right. Let's get eaten. What about you? Any takes on how great Mumbai is, considering the fact that you yeah. are also not in Mumbai for some time? Yeah. So basically, I was I uh, I was born and brought up in Kuwait. So in terms of Kuwait, they definitely have they're technologically mm-hmm. more advanced than us. They're cleaner, and you get a lot more stuff than that. But on another sense, I think that Mumbai is more happening. so over there in kuwait except for just roaming around going to malls and all that is not much you can do so over there you just have a mall culture while over here you have a lot more stuff you can you know you got cinemas you got dance classes you got uh, what do you call this badminton you got sports you can just roam around marine drive and uh, other stuff so i would say that mumbai has a lot more Uh, attractive stuff to do while Kuwait is more boring, but yeah, along with any metropolis, there's also the in terms of uh, you know the fast culture. So Mumbai is definitely yeah. more faster compared to Kuwait. Way far, way more fast than most cities, man. It's too fast, and which is why I love it. I mean, if you're not active and if you're not fast, then I mean, then go to Goa and settle down, man. But uh, yeah. So, but you do need a time to take, like you know, to you need a break from this fast-paced life. Everything just moves. It's like 
it's very too it's very like you know how do i say it changes by the second out here well yeah that's that that's a really good thing but yeah i, I have noticed like i've not if mumbai is a place bombay is more of a emotion now here <laughs> the reason why I don't correct people when they say mumbai or bombay it's like i i i am a typical mumbai from my ancestors who based out of mumbai you know i came from bakola uh, side which was in santa cruz then i moved on to south mumbai uh so we were the so we used to call mumbai in my culture or in my language we used to call mumbai mobai m o b a i it's mobai gaon mobai gaon yeah so it's mobai not mumbai is it just a slang that you guys used to say in your family or it was actually no, called no, no. mobai it was called mobai it was called mobai across uh, different uh, villages out here this is like things ancestors so mobai is a thing like mobai instead of mumbai and then later on uh, the portuguese came and called it bombay mm. but i do not correct anybody when they say bombay because bombay comes gets its extract and uh, origin from this uh, from a saying called bombaya yes. means good soil oh okay uh, so it is it is a good soil it is good land out here and that's why i never i never correct someone when they say that though yaad the correct the correct line of the hey, word for it right now is mumbai what exactly do the portuguese have to do with mumbai considering that this used to be a british area the land did not always belong to the british so oh, yeah it belonged to the portuguese yeah. so it was given as part of a dowry by the portuguese to the british uh when i think so the queen catherine or the princess catherine got married to them In mm. fact, where the where you stay, where you stay, my dear boy, was the first and original castle of Mumbai. <laughs> Did you even know that? I, yeah, right. it's called the fort. No, they don't call it fort. No, fort? they don't call it fort because of that. It was called Bombay Castle. It's where the Western Naval Headquarters is. Ah. Fort. The fort was dated on book, and it was called Saint George Fort. Oh, that was okay. a whole different history of. Mumbai. If you get into that, so honestly speaking, if you are really up for history and learn about the history of Mumbai, mm-hmm. there are these two websites which uh, or these two groups which I don't and which I follow. Yeah, I think so. Edgar, you are part of Old Bombay as well on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, right? man. So Old Bombay does have a lot of good photos that uh, have that talk about the rich culture of Mumbai. Yeah. There's also Aki Tours. Aki Tours. 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 P O U R S. Sorry, this is this is South Mumbai accent. Aki Tours. is this uh, is this group which is on instagram which has some really good trivia and this really good stuff on on on, on mumbai yeah so one so, second so the the old bombay group is on facebook and this khaki tours is on instagram instagram okay. i think so they're mm-hmm. on facebook but i don't have them uh, but i don't follow them on facebook i follow them on instagram it's pretty but they do have some amazing trivia and if you look at it like you know mumbai has a lot of rich history like there are certain places which you didn't even know that uh, that was part even of like a varied history like uh, let's say for example there are these few mountains where when when the earth was formed that had a volcano eruption and and and, and it stopped in between so you have like a, a beautifully shaped mountain uh, there is a hill in andheri by the name of gilbert hill which is which is shaped like that so you have okay what about mahakali caves so mahakali caves and all were normal caves and all uh, 
which has where where people used to go and worship okay. and stuff like that. I think that say you had like a lot of uh, sadhus and people who were there and a lot of culture out there, Mahakali. Mm. But at Gilbert Hill was it was more of a geological wonder. Like oh. when your volcano is a, a, about to erupt, it will come up for some time. Looks like a mini erection. स्पेसिमेंट्स ऑन Like you know, right from how the Earth was formed, hmm. stuff like that. Oh, uh, this could be like a good specimen of that because these are one of the oldest mountains when the Earth when Earth was formed during the Big Bang. Okay, so Is yeah, that is that is yeah 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 yeah. You have a few mountains like this across the globe. One is in New. I think so. They are in New Zealand. Like it's pretty interesting to know okay. about it. Have you, about it. have you have you personally studied that erection or? Are you just hearing this uh, offhand? First, let's stop calling it an erection. Let's just <laughs> call it not an erection. You know, whatever uh, shape, because it sounds very yeah, weird when you say that. <laughs> that erection. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, no, I I don't think he is. Have you personally gone and visited this place? No, right? No, no, no. I'm not visited. Are you just like I do what certain stuff. बॉम्बे and uh, in fact you know um it's actually not a very big city so things are very close to each other so if i want to go from uh, my house to a supermarket for example like a, a big supermarket and a well known uh, like a big bazaar or something and if the if the minimum distance is uh, minimum charges are 50 rupees and if it is uh, less than that or something they will not uh, like distance wise if it is less the yoga guys they cancel the trip they're <laughs> taking like they're not going to get any money so uh, the, that's another issue that that's there in a small city in bombay no one will no i don't think so for this reason no 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 even here also everyone practically cancels a trip even if it's a small distance so this is like a global global uh, what do you say an issue global Phenomenal. issue uh, considering the fact that no one no no uber guy or no taxi driver would would want to take you to a very very small distance no, like yeah, even you are also for me yeah what i'm trying to say is that because in a small city uh, everything is so close to each other the chances of uh, an ola guy uh, cancelling a trip is much higher in bombay it does happen but usually people are traveling long distances also in bombay right or at least longer distances than nagpur that's what i'm saying Uh, yeah, but like the whole thing in terms scenario about uh, cancelling rides is like a global thing. Like even even long distance also right. sometimes depends upon how how much they travel and how much they can you know 
grow for that particular day even you you were you were you were from kuwait any any particular differences that you see in terms of public uh, services yeah it's kind of a bit difficult so we have uh, we don't have a best over mm-hmm. here we mainly have like uh, three private uh, bus companies and basically there's connectivity over there but in terms mm-hmm. of public transport really don't have that many good options uh, the only options we have are these orange taxis where which only go to major highways they don't go into all the gullies and stuff like that and we also have these private mm-hmm. taxis but they are not really allowed to stop and pick up people but they still do and it's uh, basically a bargaining system where you uh what do you call this you bring them to you then you tell them where you want to go they'll tell you we are charging you like 1 kd which is the currency of kuwait kuwait dinar and then you either accept it or you give a counter argument so in a sense the kuwaiti public transportation is not as oh. developed as it is in uh, india in mumbai at least uh, in another stuff also they are meters sorry no they don't have meters another as like how we have yeah so if you look at it the yeah. the meter phenomenon is actually only restricted in mumbai in no other hmm. city or place in mumbai do actually these uh, cabs public transportation actually go by meter so the uh, same way in kuwait uh, they don't actually go by the meter it's mainly along the lines of a bargaining and stuff like that uh, so yeah i would say no, that in cities don't have a ola and uber so those have basically been banned in kuwait uh, because mainly they are trying to preserve the local competitors yeah but i would like to counter you on that because i have just recently but, moved to thane right now and uh, like honestly speaking we do have meters out here we've got the whole meter system yes it's comparatively before like in the outskirts of mumbai maharashtra around that side you need to have that bargaining thing where they have like a fixed price like i want to go here hum log 200 rupees le like bro how to 100 bucks bro like no no and it's and it's like very minimal distances and all they will like you know have a like they will charge you 200 bucks just because of the only assumption that they're going to come back and fly back empty so that is a whole thing on like you know even out here in the outskirts of mumbai with you know trying to get like yeah it's more on the suburban side where people and uh, people do use a meters uh similar concept if so i go and see across philippines also there is meter in thane but more on certain outskirts if i go further down from thane let's say to kalyan or even like even further down like nowadays that concept is slowly diminishing like when i first came when i first come over to thane in 2010 or 2009 hmm. there was there was no meter like you know 120 bucks or 60 bucks like 80 bucks was a fixed price to come out here now that i've come and moved they will the meter and they'll tell me cost has become this much so things as a moment the moment a city or moment a place develops is that's when you you have concept like meters and stuff like this which will come into play and action uh, yeah but really what do you like uh, apart from apart from mumbai have you visited any other cities which like you all you all found like intriguing and interesting like in terms of uh, uh, like as an on vacation like their transportation systems in short have you all have you all come across any new uh, transportation system that you have seen uh, in the world uh, not really in pune also it's, it's not very unique or anything uh, it's just the same like how it is in nagpur 
and so and goa is another story altogether because there they just want to rip you off these uh, cabs if you look at it goa is like a very far uh, means it's a very big uh, state and it's also there is a lot of there's a less population density so when these guys actually go to an outskirts or a rural area they are not likely to get anyone back so that's why they have to take care of themselves i mean if you look at it also i think uh goa is actually even bigger than kuwait to take care of themselves but it... no dude is it yeah what i'm not sure goa is big i have not done this. yeah the goa is is it i thought no i that, that just shows how bad our geography is <laughs> like right now we are actually thinking we like actually thinking like oh is goa bigger than kuwait or is kuwait no, bigger no, than goa we haven't lived like, in kuwait right we haven't seen kuwait or anything it should know this question it should know this answer cuz cuz he's yeah, a goa yeah he's been in both places so i should know this yeah eaten how many times have you been to goa uh so i used to go when i was young and in school and everything i used to go every year and we used to spend like a good chunk we used to spend like 2 3 weeks in there um but ever since i moved to india and did my bachelor's uh been very so, going very sparingly touch the size of kuwait is 17800 square kilometers and the size of goa is 3700 oh किलोमीटर्स And Kuwait is eleven thousand five kilometers. I'm very sure there are some people who there are many people who don't know stuff like this. I mean, um, I also didn't know it. I googled it in front of you guys, and then I found it. I found out. So you know, thanks. No one knows it. Fine. Uh, fine, even man, it happens. Shit happens. Yeah, as long as you learn from it. Like the fun, like the funny part is like when uh, when. when i had gone for an interview once he asked me where where was the pacific which ocean or which uh, yeah which ocean is next to china and i'm like oh, china sea what do i know no, the pacific ocean right the pacific ocean bro so yeah. the best part and the funny part is that he was interviewing me there was a map right behind him and i literally <laughs> went and closed my eyes and entered and tried to see like you know which what what which ocean i can see And I'm like yeah. Pacific Ocean, like you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a whole thing. Like, like you do you do learn from stuff like that. Like you will never learn you will never learn stuff or you never remember stuff from what you learn. But you know you'll remember more stuff as compared to when you copy it from out of someone's textbook or someone's answer sheet on the answer day. You're like, yes, bro, that's the answer which you have written. Yeah. That's like, and that's how you learn stuff. Yeah, that actually about, and that is like literally fun. Talking about talking about cities and coming around that. So like, mm. I have been to Philippines. Transportation system over there is like pretty, pretty you know, uh, different. So the taxis and stuff like that will rip you off. 
on the meters because the meters are leading you and they have like these other public transport like literally uh, <clears throat> like a small mini buses but they're like packed to the core it's like if i have to put an indian perspective to it is like a tum tum as well as saturn a tum tum in india where it's a jeep auto yeah yeah the big auto literally like that it's literally like a modified uh, jeep like elongated and stuff like that where like they taken 20 30 people but then the funny part is like when i had gone over there was that uh, my brother i told me like my brother used to stay there at one point he told me don't venture out one day raining out there mm-hmm. and there's going to be high tide and there's going to be floods and stuff like that yeah. and i spent 3 days anticipating to see water logging water logging but then being being yeah bro being born and raised in mumbai i looked at him i'm like bro you haven't seen mumbai you lived in mumbai for like 20 30 years how can you call this water logging <laughs> like come back to mumbai and you actually come to know about what is water logging yeah. is philippines made of reclaimed land or anything i don't think so but uh, it's more like an island no i don't think so so then it's more like different islands out there hmm. and then there are like <clears throat> like you have bridges and stuff like that that connects to it so that's how it was out there so yeah that explains why there's no flooding because i mean if you haven't if the land is not reclaimed or something like that then i'm assuming the water that's the natural sea level or that's the natural level of that land so therefore it won't get to waterlogged or anything or maybe they just have better drainage i guess no but philip Philippines does get water logged. There are there are water logging. In fact, I had gone during a time when a storm had just hit Philippines, and there were over two hundred people uh, affected out there, which was pretty sad out there. That's why I wasn't supposed to go out, and there was like a storm and stuff like that. They are more prone to stuff, uh, places like this. And there was islands out there, so they are made out of thousand islands, and there there some islands do get flooded or do 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 like they are submerged. Mm. Oh, this is what I'm trying to get during high tide. So, uh, you're so say, you're saying that the there are a thousand islands in Philippines. Yeah, like not the sandwich spread uh, though. But why do you ask that? <laughs> not the sandwich spread. Oh. That's what, that's what I was coming to. It's not the sandwich spread, but it was more. more I think it's a hundred islands. I might be wrong there. Can you Google that up and prove me wrong? How many islands are in Philippines right now? The Google guys. What? Like, I think instead of making this a general podcast, we should make this a geography podcast. Yeah, but technically, honestly speaking, how many people know geography like you know I'm properly? Sure like the other day, I was seeing a meme of, of oh. like oh okay yeah seven thousand six hundred and forty one islands. I was right on thousand islands. Yes, finally you you a thousand. Do you know what's the difference between a thousand or a thousand? I Dude, didn't say there are seven thousand one. Okay, fine. One second. Philippines. Shoot me for not putting approximately in front of my statement, but I'm right. Seven thousand. Dude, by that logic, even a billion is a a million is also a a percentage of or is a multiple of a thousand. I don't care. At least I got it right for a place that I stayed and I lived in, oh. as compared to three thousand and eleven thousand. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess the connectivity in Kuwait is just so good. It seems smaller than Goa. Yeah, like certain things that seem small but big. <laughs> yeah, but coming back to like stuff like that and drainage and all. How many of you all have been affected by the floods? 
the recent monsoon. Like honestly speaking, I expected a larger storm in Nisarg. Uh, the Nisarg storm was supposed to be large, was supposed to be big, but the normal Mumbai monsoon tend to be like larger than that. It just dwarfed the storm. So, what is what is the situation out there? Like I've seen businesses shutting and people literally trying to bounce back from the pandemic, but then all of a sudden, like this affected certain livelihoods. So, firstly, there was no flooding in Nagpur. Uh, but in my area, my house is at that point. And mm-hmm. from all three sides of the tea, the roads, they have increased the height of the roads by putting uh, tar, by putting cement on it. So there were first tar roads, now they're in height. And uh, now what's happening is water is collected at one point. My house is just there. Right in front of that point. Ouch. So what happened? Uh, when vehicles were passing by, because of the waves, water was entering, water was coming inside our house. And one day was very bad because all three of us were, you know, just like literally taking out, uh, throwing out the dirty water, the rain water from the house. And uh, our furniture also kind of got uh, wet, but it didn't get affected. Then, oh. Where you know you just put packing, put like a cloth under your door and pack it up so that even if water uh, tries to enter, it will kind of get blocked because of the packing. Eaton, have what have you experienced so far about monsoons? Like, what is what has been your thing with flood? Oh, yeah, so and out here in Mumbai, well, there's always been flooding basically. So, I think for the last two three years, it's been particularly bad. So one issue is I'm in I live in Kalagoda, but my office is in Pavai. So that's like a huge uh, trip. So if I get stranded in the office, I am basically stranded in the office. Mm. So there have been multiple cases where I've arrived in office and then somewhere during the afternoon, all of a sudden I have to actually take a taxi all the way back home because of the flooding and because of the trains have are no longer running. So yeah. I think at least once a year, I used to have issues like that. But I think last year was a particularly bad issue where uh, the flooding just was so bad that even the taxis were not uh, taking me all the way back to Kalagora. So I actually had to go to a train station. And in the train station, uh, me and a bunch of my colleagues decided to take one rickshaw to the train station. Uh, In the end, when we got to the train station, we found that the whole place... Uh, that the area directly in front of the uh, train station was flooded. So in the end, we had to walk through Uh. deep, uh, dirty water. I was lucky because I used to start carrying, uh, I used to start carrying my sandals, even though I was wearing shoes. So I basically just switched out into sandals and I I had no issues. But there were some guys, they came in with nice Reebok and nice leather shoes and all. And as you, as Lionel knows, I'm in a, I'm a shoe, I'm a shoe aficionado. I really like shoes. So these guys, they didn't have any backup and they just had very good shoes. So in the end, they had to walk, they had to walk through those, that dirty water barefoot, which was kind of like, uh, and there was also a girl over there. So I was next to her making sure nothing happens to her. But you could tell by her face that it was not a good experience. She had like a very, very disgusting look on her face and all that. Like the whole life was getting, you know, going out of her and all that. 
but in the end luckily after okay. yeah once we passed that waterlogged area we got into a train and it was smooth sailing it was smooth sailing from there <laughs> yeah i swear more, more than smooth flying or smooth whatever <laughs> it's more than smooth sailing Yeah, but yeah, so that is that is. That, yeah, but Mumbai, like I have a lot of lot of flooding stories out here in Mumbai, and and like on particularly like it's it's been there for quite some time. It also does bring out great stories, like where you see the spirit of Mumbai, where you see the spirit of people helping out one another, like like the joke going around with these two dudes are floating floating on on the flooded water out there. That has been circulating circulating around the meme. uh coming back to that is like everyone keeps on talking about the 267 uh, deluge back then in in 2006 if i'm not mistaken fortunately my brother was flood uh, was stuck in the floods out there and the story that he had like amazing like you know about people helping people coming out with books and people helping one another like there was this uncle there was this like there was this elderly man who gave him a toothbrush and a toothpaste and told him son brush your teeth you must have not had it since days and then it, it does continue to happen nowadays as well. nowadays as well and people really help or help one another like something which is like really amazing i i think one of the best things is that uh, a lot of people offer to just uh, allow people from far off places to just stay in their house So it's like you basically say I live nearby yeah. come stay in my house and stuff like that even Facebook has an app where you can basically seek shelter uh, with people next to you and all that so I think that is one of the thing that uh, really exemplifies the whole Mumbai spirit Yeah that is there that is there I always used to have these arguments on Mumbai spirit with Delhiites and stuff like that <laughs> like I I I it's always a common battle with me and them and then now unfortunately I become a Thanekar but I am still Mumbai Uh, I still have the Mumbai spirit in me by heart. Dude, have you noticed this trend that every consecutive year the floods and the monsoons get worse and worse in Mumbai because uh, because you know the fact that global warming is actually happening and uh, it's kind of affecting the rains and all these other things. Uh, so my question is like, getting worse every year and we get to hear more and more horrifying stories. Uh, have you personally noticed this, or is this in hindsight? Yes, apparently it is getting a little worse. But then, uh, how do I put it this way? Like you have a lot of factors that play into this. Like this year, it was bad because uh, because I don't think so. The drains were cleaned due to COVID and stuff like that. Years before, you had like when I. when i was talking two years back it was mainly because of thermocall and and your drainage system and all being being clogged that is always the case in mumbai being mumbai being over, overcrowded your drains are bound at uh, uh clogged there has to be there yeah there has to be a system or a mechanism where these guys come up with to try to uh, unclog it and there are there are there are a lot in play right now like i've seen conscious efforts by the bmc also throughout the years as a kid like i i see these new yeah. trucks they've invested in like make in india trucks and all which actually clean the drainage system which look pretty cool and stuff like that and yeah okay. it is it is prevalent but there in but then you've got to understand there are there are other factors and there are multiple factors that play into situation one is global warming mm. the second thing is being reclaimed land 
the third thing is population like you know there are many things that come. Right. it's like it's not like it's not like it's it's how do i put it it's not like a single single factor that affects it mostly maybe it is i'm not a pundit on this but it seems that it's it's, it's getting tougher by the years but then it's always something else that plays a different uh, factor to the whole flooding issue in mumbai you know but then i don't know like honestly speaking let we like we're talking talking too much of negativity and it's been like too much of negativity on the monsoons but it is a beautiful weather at the same time you got to realize you have like you have like a flip side to rain or like you have a uh, your flooding but there's also a good side like any fond memories that you guys have like on monsoon like what is the first thing that you would do if it monsoon basically uh, eat uh, fried food and coffee that's the main thing i guess fried food and coffee edgar what about you getting wet in the rain is the first thing for me monsoon means but getting to marine drive standing in front over there probably getting hit by those wave uh, yeah. look i went there i one... hope you get that is the that is the epitome man that is the epitome dude. of enjoying monsoons in dude i went i'm saying get wet in the rain because that's the best i can do over here dude i <laughs> have gone to marine drive i have gone in just a when cheetah and headphones listening to music and stuff like that but i mean during the monsoon one of the major things is all the garbage and all that uh, in the sea comes back so it's basically marine drive becomes a very very i would say a very bad place to look at and all that romanticizing that we normally attune to marine drive is gone when you see all the garbage strewn around true true yeah that 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 does happen but then like that is like one day or two days when you actually have like a high tide out there but then rest on the normal days you just have those waves that lash out there and splash onto you which is like so much fun standing over there and you're like you get the breeze of spray and it, and, and monsoon has always been that i've never taken i've never taken my 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 phones or any of any electronic devices when i say i want to enjoy the monsoon at my like you can yeah i the main thing the main highlight when you say monsoons it means get yourself wet in the rain and then go and have butta has so, anybody had no. like cob during monsoon like those fried cobs on that uh, all that kolsa and that masala and that limbu they put the masala what they that's like so much fun like even even on a normal day like when we used to go go, go with my friends for a drive we used to go all the way to even goli sea face and stuff like that and we used to have like your chai walas over there and monsoon and chai like that is like amazing not only mumbai like even when i was in lonavla like it was so cold over there the guy just made chai he poured it into the glass and the moment i sipped on it it, it was like semi cold bro it was that cold out there and and that's like like fondest memories of monsoon like you know you're sitting and having chai or having soup and stuff like that any other locations you all face monsoon like you know you all were part of the monsoons in any other locations apart from mumbai any small day do the next best place i think so would be in goa uh, to enjoy enjoy the rainy season but uh, personally in my opinion i don't think there's any other place better than marine drive to enjoy the i don't know about <laughs> monsoons in goa because monsoons in goa yeah you can go to the beach and you can uh, you know swim in the pool and stuff but then there's also they are not very great with the whole electricity thing and stuff 
there are a lot of power cuts and everything during the monsoon specifically over there and it becomes a bit scary right by the way how are you guys doing how are you guys managing uh, the lockdown uh, what what are the different things that you guys are doing to keep yourself sane uh so i live alone so i'm pretty much just avoiding people like i normally do but this time <laughs> time at least <laughs> yeah this time i have an excuse to avoid people oh yeah mm. but yeah it's actually been pretty good so uh all in the morning now i've tried to consciously start working out so i have the curefit app i also have hotstar so i do some stuff over there apart from that mainly just try learning new stuff because previously i had like a 3 hour commute every day so now uh, all the time that i'm saving i'm trying to learn something new like say python or power bi but yeah it's a little bit boring because we are basically stuck inside but i think basically let's try and look at the you know positive side that we are getting more time for ourselves and i think one of the more positive aspect is uh, basically everyone used to have like their own thing going on but i think now i'm talking to a lot more people i don't think that uh, so uh, normally a group of us we would meet every 2 3 uh, we would meet say every month or every two months but now a group of us are actually meeting yeah. every saturday for a movie it's not a movie it's a voice call so i think because everyone is stuck in yeah. those we are more talking we are communicating more just for at least for entertainment because netflix only like 5% of that content is good so yeah i think that's one of the most positive aspects of this whole uh, lockdown correct correct what about you lionel what are you doing yeah so me on a personal front is like i ha- i am not getting to anything like you know unfortunately i'm not I'm not building up on my knowledge base but i'm just catching up on old stuff like i am right now binge watching on gotham uh the series it's like five seasons and 22 episodes per season yeah on netflix uh i just wanted to watch it right away i'm just so i i i i'm a huge batman fan unfortunately the dc is not doing bad is doing bad sorry uh nowadays but i just wanted to understand what was your perspective and take on gotham and i was like they're doing a really good job with that series so i've been doing that a lot and mostly i'm at home i've been learning a few dishes as well uh investing on gadgets in terms of let's say i have just moved in out here so i have just invested in a oven here and and i'm getting a food processor and stuff like that like if, if i don't need to go out and buy french fries i'm making french fries at home or i don't need to go out and buy a pizza i'm making pizza at home so i'm literally learning and building my set on that this also goes to show how how much work your mother does at home also like how much work your parents used to do do at home like otherwise first way like are you mass at home what is she doing and stuff like that it gives you hope for the whole life like you know how difficult it is like maids and all are not coming you would need to clean the house yourself mm-hmm. and it's kind of tough it's not that easy like it it, it is like it, it is gets to people yeah definitely yeah that's what that's what and that's 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 what is giving me a whole new perspective on life talking about this what what are you being up to edgar like you know what eaton and i are doing what are you, what have you been up to bro so in my case uh, initially i was chilling i was not doing much uh, i 
was wasting time on netflix and prime and, and all those things but then uh, i just realized that this time will never come back uh, so what i thought was i'll learn something new like uh, skills in such as you know uh, i i have no idea about video so i got a group of people together and i asked them hey like you guys want to learn video editing along with me so then they like yeah let's do that uh, so then we have we we meet and uh, you know online we just share the screen and we are learning to do this the other thing what i'm doing with uh, digital marketing thing because uh, although i know some part of it but i'm i'm nowhere you know i i don't know it properly and in depth so we are doing that together as well and uh, the last thing is i just thought um, you know so i love podcasts i love listening to podcasts and stuff and then i just thought like, why the hell why the hell am i not doing a podcast you know? <laughs> and then then this takes us back to our conversation line uh, and let's let's for the listener let's just tell them how the the inception of the podcast uh, happened which year was it man was it one year ago two years back that i that i spoke to it so it was ideally two years back uh you had come to you had come below my building i think so you had gone to ayub's right. before this and you had uh, and you had a role out there and you had come to my house post that and <laughs> right, right. you told me you look like joe rogan right. and i'm like and i'm like okay how the hell do i look like him? you're like dude you look like a bald version of him like if you cut your no, hair no, bald no. you can yeah i yeah i said if you shave your head off you will look exactly like him but now you look kind of look like him man but not exactly but, uh, but he smiles in a certain way you know he turns towards what was the guy who's helping him set up the podcast he turns and smiles and has that kind of a smile and you have the same thing it was the same exactly which is why i'm like if you should we should do a podcast and you will be like a joe rogan on that podcast and that's how the idea of podcast was and, and now we finally after what two years we got a chance to actually execute it and uh, figure it out so yeah yeah we started off as a joke saying that it i do look like joe rogan and why don't i do a yeah. podcast or why don't we do a podcast and all and then now we finally have the time and then most yeah. of all it is more therapeutic like you know to go and talk to someone and talk to your close pals at the end of the day like that's what the whole thing was like you know yeah and then i want and then i was like you know we need like a third perspective as well and we need like some brainy guy and someone who and we always sit written about kind of things always having these amazing conversations at least they are amazing to me and to you and to him and that's i mean that, that's why then we asked him also like hey do you want to do this with us and immediately he was like yeah you know like let's yeah because so, yeah. i i was hoping you guys would give me a free mic so i joined yeah but actually we felt sorry that for you the reason being very kind like you're being very kind to you and you're like okay let's get him like this poor boy shit he sits at home uh, but then yeah we always value your input value input we value your insights also guys don't take us buttering you up right now because this is the only time we're going to tell you this otherwise we're not going to tell you this in normal or a day to day also guys so, yeah. uh, guys just a fyi both of you have uh, bluetooth uh, headsets and i'm the only one who doesn't have anything so if you guys are ever feeling more generous 
feel free to you know send something my way yeah hopefully you earn more than us hopefully together if this podcast <laughs> or if there are any sponsors who are currently <laughs> listening to us and think we are the next big thing yeah oh yeah if there's any good looking fan who wants some personal dp or some personal photos from me in exchange for a you know a bluetooth speaker uh, sorry a bluetooth headset just let me know we can arrange something so to everyone out there uh yeah eden is talking about someone and uh, setting him up eden has like one of the most like has the best quirkiest uh, pickup lines which we will soon discuss on the very yes but yeah that's what like like he, he that is be a one of our segments closely and it's going to be called hasi to fasi If you actually laughed at it and you found it funny, do look up Eaton and do message him. Like you know, you found it funny. So this would be one. Slide into his DM and then take it from there. Eaton will take it from there. So these these are a few segments which like probably we'll go and think about making about in the future. But for now, I think so. We're like almost. Uh, Rom is running a little late, and we do have our chores as well. And I'm hungry. Yes, I need butta. It's raining, and I need some amazing chai. So for now, thank you guys for listening to us. If you've survived us for this long, it's like a great thing. You're like one of us. But it's till that time, I would really suggest. Yeah, it's it's a big achievement for us. Hope you like us. Do do share our, our viewpoints to the others. If you disagree with us, uh, apologies for the same. But yeah, do connect with us. Do listen to us. We will be back. <laughs> yeah, but more important, we will be back with our bhakjodi, and we will continue doing our bhakjodi. Okay, so do join us for our next social meeting. We will we will be uploading that shortly. Sayonara, guys. Sayonara.